Welcome to the Weekly Word from St. Andrew Lutheran Church in Farmersville, Ohio. The first reading today is from Jonah, third chapter, verses 1 through 10 on page 1438. Then the word of the Lord came to Jonah a second time. Go to the great city of Nineveh and proclaim it to the message I give you. Jonah obeyed the word of the Lord and went to Nineveh. Now Nineveh was a very important city. A visit required three days. On the first day, Jonah started into the city. He proclaimed, Forty more days and Nineveh will be overturned. The Ninevites believed God. They declared a fast all of them, from the greatest to the least, put on sackcloth. When the news reached the king of Nineveh, he rose from his throne, took off his royal robes, covered himself with sackcloth, and sat down in the dust. Then he issued a proclamation in Nineveh. By the decree of the king and his nobles, do not let any man or beast, herd or flock, taste anything. Do not let them eat or drink, but let man and beast be covered with sackcloth. Let everyone call urgently on God. Let them give up their evil ways and their violence. Who knows? God may yet relent and with compassion turn from his fierce anger so that we will not perish. When God saw what they did and how they turned from their evil ways, he had compassion and did not bring upon them the destruction he had threatened. The second reading comes from 1 Corinthians 7th chapter verses 29 through 31 on page 1779. What I mean, brothers, is that the time is short. From now on, those who have wives should live, live as they have none, those who mourn as if they did not, those who are happy as if they were not, those who buy something as if it were not theirs to keep, those who use the things of the world as if not engrossed in them, for this world in its present form is passing. Here in the readings. Please stand for the reading of the Gospel. The Holy Gospel according to St. Mark, the first chapter, beginning at the 14th verse. After John was put in prison, Jesus went into Galilee, proclaiming the good news of God. The time has come, he said. The kingdom of God is near. Repent and believe the good news. As Jesus walked beside the Sea of Galilee, he saw Simon and his brother Andrew casting a net into the lake, for they were fishermen. Come, follow me, Jesus said, and I will make you fishers of men. At once they left their nets and followed him. 
When he had gone a little farther, he saw James, son of Zebedee, and his brother John in a boat, preparing their nets. Without delay, he called them, and they left their father Zebedee in the boat with the hired men and followed him. The Gospel of the Lord. Thanks be to God. You may be seated. <clears throat> Dear brothers and sisters, grace and peace be to you from God our Father and from our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Amen. What are you good at? What sort of talents do you have? What sorts of things do you really believe, if, call, if called upon to do, you would be able to do well? Certainly, many of us have many different kinds of talents, and many of us have various things that we're good at. I, for, I for one, have actually discovered, with, the, um, with, with, with especially at one point, the enforced being at home be, due to COVID, that I have a lot more talents than I realized, and I am better at a lot of things than I realized. And many of us probably have realized the same thing, that we have many gifts and talents, and we have many things that we are particularly good at, and especially things which we thought, or which we realized we were better at than we, were, than we thought. Also, many of us have things that we are particularly passionate about. As I alluded to last week, I've discovered that I have a great, a great interest in mathematics again. But is it something that I'm passionate about? Well, not necessarily. Not as much as, say, as I am for music. Being passionate about something means that you really are interested in it and that you devote yourself not only to learning more about it, but to really practicing it, to doing it, to making it a part of your life and who you are. So what are you particularly passionate about? And even as we think about this question, what we are to realize is that even though we have many gifts and talents, and even though we have many things which we are passionate about, what we are to realize first and foremost is that we have a higher calling, a higher calling to something about which we are to be passionate. Our gifts and our talents, believe it or not, do not solely define who we are. What we are passionate about truly defines who we are. And we are to be passionate about what our higher, our higher calling is. For we do indeed have a much higher calling than anything we realize or anything else this world can offer. We are to be devoted, not simply to the things of this world, but we are to be devoted, as we hear in today's scripture readings, to our higher calling, following Jesus. Today, Jesus issues us the call anew once again. Come, follow me. Brothers and sisters, this ought to define who we are. This ought to define our very thoughts and feelings. This ought to define our very lifestyles 
And this ought to define our very passions. Following Jesus. Jesus says very clearly, come, follow me. And as part of following Jesus, we have a higher calling. Part of our, our, part of our, high, of our higher calling is to live for Jesus. But in living for Jesus, we are also to share in his ministry. To share in his ministry to proclaim that the kingdom of God is near. The kingdom of God is right here among us right now. God himself is right here among us right now. God himself is right here in our midst. He is not far away in heaven, but brothers and sisters, heaven is with us in power right here, right now. Perhaps, <clears throat> perhaps it is not always something which we feel 24-7, but it is something which we can truly believe. And it is, and it is something which we can witness. All the ways that God is in power and all the ways that God works among us, both in overt ways and in secret ways. The kingdom of God is right here, and our higher calling is to proclaim as Jesus did, the kingdom of God is near. All of us are near to the kingdom of God, and all of us can be near to the kingdom of God. And part of our, of our higher calling is also to draw people near to the kingdom of God. Drawing people near to the kingdom of God happens through another part of our, of our higher calling, which is in Mark 1.15. Proclaiming as Jesus did, repent and believe the good news. Part of our higher calling is calling to repentance. Being called to repentance, calling each other to repentance, and calling others to repentance. Here we have to clarify, however, calling people to repentance does not mean calling people to agree with us morally, socially, politically, or even theologically. Calling people to repentance does not mean pointing out where we think people are wrong and trying to convince them that we are right and they should agree with us. Calling people to repentance also does not mean criticizing people for choices and lifestyles with which we may disagree. Instead, calling people to repentance is calling people to the message of Jesus. Believe the good news. Calling people is therefore calling people from trying to live without God. The good news is that God is right here among us right now. Jesus has made this possible by his death and resurrection, removing the sin which separated us from God 
and thereby ensuring that God is with us right here, right now, fully accessible in power. Calling people to repentance, therefore, means calling people to believe the good news that the kingdom of God is here. God is right here with us, fully accessible to anyone. It is calling people away from trying to live without God. And it is, and it is calling people away from rejecting all the good things he has to offer. That is what our calling to repentance is. This is also something which we are to call ourselves to repentance on and realize that we ourselves on many occasions have rejected all the good things God has to offer. That we ourselves have tried to live without God, perhaps even in ways which we, which we do not realize. We especially have tried to live without God whenever we succumb to fear, whenever we succumb to paranoia, whenever we succumb to shame. Those are all ways of trying to live without God because those are all ways of rejecting the good news and all the good things God has to offer. God offers us peace. God offers us resolution. God offers us a new and better way. God offers us trust. God offers us so many good things. And most of all, God offers us love. God's love is the answer and the solution to all of our problems and everything else with which we may struggle. And the most effective calling to repentance happens by love and patience. I mentioned earlier that whenever we, whenever we succumb to fear, we are rejecting God. And I myself actually did have to go through a long period of repentance, especially before I came here. I especially had to go through a long period of repentance and I realized that there were many places, there were many areas in which I needed to change. But with hindsight, I have now realized that the reason I was able to change was not out of fear or guilt. Usually when we call people to repentance, we think that means guilt-tripping someone, making people ashamed of who they are and what they've done, and instead, and, 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 and by instilling guilt and fear, causing people to love God. Not only is that counterproductive, but that makes no logical sense. Instead, what I discovered is that I was able to change, not because of fear or guilt, but because God showed me Tremendous love and patience. Did I always learn? No. Was I stubborn? Yes. Did I frequently go along kicking and streaming or kicking and screaming? You bet I did. But but all along the way, God continued to show me love and patience. 
And that was what made me realize I needed to repent and I needed to change. And our most effective calling to repentance, our bait, if you will, since Jesus' calling is for us to fish for people, our most effective bait is once again not guilt-tripping and shaming, but instead it is love, acceptance, and patience. And all this is part of our higher calling, calling people into the same kingdom, into the same presence of God, into the same presence of God with everything good he has to offer, which we now experience. In today's second reading from St. Paul's first letter to the Corinthians, which Don read for us just a few moments ago, St. Paul encourages, encourages us to remember that this world in its present form is passing away. That is all the more reason to realize that we have a higher calling. And our higher calling is to live in the kingdom. To live in the kingdom. To live in the presence of God. To accept to live with God and accept all the good things he has to offer and to call people to repentance. Calling people from away from trying to live without God and rejecting him and all the good things he has to offer. And this higher calling is what we are to be passionate about. So let us recommit to being passionate about our higher calling. Let us recommit to repentance and calling others to repentance. Let us recommit to living in the kingdom, to living with God and accepting all the good things he has to offer. Let us recommit to fishing for people. Let us recommit and be passionate once again about following Jesus. This is our true passion which defines us. So let's live our higher calling. And now may the peace of God which passes all understanding keep your hearts and minds in Christ Jesus our Lord. Amen. And now let us stand. And together, let us confess our faith in the words of the Apostles' Creed. I believe in God the Father Almighty, creator of heaven and earth. I believe in Jesus Christ, his only Son, our Lord. He was conceived by the power of the Holy Spirit and born of the Virgin Mary. He suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified, died, and was buried. He descended into hell. On the third day he rose again. He ascended into heaven and is seated at the right hand of the Father. He will come again to judge the living and the dead. I believe in the Holy Spirit, the Holy Christian Church, the communion of saints, the forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body, and the life everlasting. Amen. Please feel free to place your offering in either one of the plates at the back of the sanctuary. We wish to let our visitors and guests know that you are under no obligation to give. 
This service is our gift to you. Guided by Christ, made known to the nations, let us offer our prayers for the church, the world, and all people in need. For the church throughout the world, that all proclaim the good news of God's reconciling love, Lord, in your mercy. For those who provide leadership to all cities and nations around the world, Lord, in your mercy. For those who are sick, distressed, or grieving, and all who await relief, especially those known to us, whom we name silently in our hearts. Lord, in your mercy, for our congregation and community, for families big and small, that God's steadfast love serves as a model for all relationships. Lord, in your mercy, in thanksgiving for our ancestors in the faith, whose lives serve as an example of gospel living, that they point us to salvation through Christ. Lord, in your mercy. Into your hands, O Lord, we commend ourselves and all for whom we pray, trusting in your mercy through your Son, Jesus Christ, our Lord, who taught us to pray, saying, Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, and the power, and the glory, forever and ever. Amen. Now may the Lord bless you and keep you. May the Lord make his face shine on you and be gracious to you. May the Lord look upon you with favor and give you peace. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen.
in peace, serve the Lord. Please be seated until dismissed. To subscribe to the Weekly Word, please visit your favorite podcast provider. May God bless you now and always.